0: If you've got a few minutes to spare, we've got technology news on The Wrap. For the last week of January 2018, you're tuned in to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And if you can believe it, we're already there in the final week of January. Yes, an entire month has gone by, and as January makes its way to February, and this writer's daughter gets a month older, we blink to ourselves and think, wow, doesn't just time fly? It does if you're a speaker brand, which this year is already proving to be quite a big deal for with the announcement of Amazon's Alexa-enabled Echo speakers last week and their heading to Australia, it's not thoroughly surprising that Apple isn't far behind, though the release of its first speaker, the HomePod, has kind of come out of left field. Much like how Apple's AirPods kind of made their way to stores randomly, so too will the Apple HomePod, the company's latest attempt on the home speaker market. It's not the first speaker with the word pod in the title of Apple, that goes to the year-long experiment that was the iPod Hi-Fi, but it is the first smart speaker with the Apple HomePod powered by similar technology to what you can find in an iPhone or iPad, but obviously inside of a speaker. With this unique product you'll be able to call up Siri, have her control the speaker, read the news, the weather, the sport, and so on, and of course call up music from an Apple Music account. And when it gets released on February 9, the Apple HomePod will be able to be controlled by any iOS device, but only that, meaning your Android, Windows, and Mac computers are out of luck, as it's iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad only. But February 9 isn't that far, and we look forward to seeing how this $499 smart speaker competes, especially since it has steep competition from the likes of Sonos, Amazon, and of course Google. In fact, this week Google learned a new trick. It can read to you. Yes, the Google Assistant and Google Home products can now read audiobooks to you, because Google has an audiobook section of Google Play that is now active. You won't be able to get Gilbert Gottfried to read Fifty Shades of Grey, sadly, but thankfully there's a YouTube clip for that. And that's one of those delightfully funny sides of the internet we like. What we don't like, though, is when scammers try to take advantage of people, and this week we caught wind of some new scams. Over on Android, the makers of Norton have picked up on some new scams, telling Android owners that they've won something! Of course, they haven't, and it's just one big scam, infecting the phone, capturing details, and basically making cybercriminals money. Because that's how this whole thing works. You go onto a website, the scam messages pop up, you touch, they install, and the cycle begins. It's immensely frustrating. The easy way to not get stuck in these sticky webs is to have some form of security on your device, making sure you don't install any apps you don't need. Seriously, just do a search on the Google Play Store for a security app with good ratings. There are loads of them, and they'll keep you protected. If not, though, you'll need a different type of protection because, oh, let's say you keep dropping your phone and it gets smashed, you might want to check out a new phone from Telstra this week. It's called the Tough Max 2, and it's a sequel to the suitably named Tough Max from a few years ago, providing a 5-inch Android phone wrapped in rubber and built to be drop-resistant and waterproof. It's not made for everyone, but the focus of this one is tradies, workers, and very, very clumsy people. Sorry we had to say it. You know the sort. They break the phone screen barely moments after getting the phone, and it's a really annoying thing. Strangely, nothing we saw at CES this year could really help with that, and we saw some pretty funky gadgets. In fact, as one of our last roundups for the world's biggest technology show, we summed up what was weird and almost crazy for the year. And boy, did it include some interesting ideas. For instance, there's the Somnox, which is basically an oversized fuzzy robot that's shaped kind of like a kidney. You sleep with it, it vibrates, and it's supposed to feel like you're sleeping with a living thing, helping you go to sleep. Crazy, right? LG also had a robotic assistant not unlike that of Google's, but that looked more like Wally's Eva. Her, sorry. Its name was Chloe, but it looks more like Chloe. And we're not even sure a first-name basis even matters, since it's unlikely we'll even get this digital assistant. And we think the toys impressed us the most in the almost crazy section of CES, with Square-Off showing a self-playing chess set where the pieces move by themselves, almost like a ghost was controlling them, while Cerevo revealed a sword for the cosplay folks that wanted to be the real anime action hero. There are more over at the picker.com.au website. There are of all the other stories in this show, and a few more. But for now, you've been listening to The Rap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. You can subscribe to this show to hear more of it, and we're on Pocket Casts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. We're everywhere, except Spotify. We're not there yet. Next week, we'll be back with more news and a review or two, and we know that because we're writing them right now. Until then, have a great next week, and we'll catch you next time on The Wrap. Take care.